right, and welcome everybody back to the Big Gold Belt Podcast. We have the entire crew in here across like a thousand different states across the country right now. Uh, thank God for technology. Uh, I'll start by introducing myself. I am Aaron. I'm here with D. Wayne, a.k.a. Dwayne. How are you, sir? Good, I'm good, I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. I'm here with Mr. Silly Sellis, a.k.a. Sellis. How are you, sir? I'm good, Aaron, man. Good to be here. And we also have Dr. Mitchell, a.k.a. The Good Doctor. How are you? I'm doing all right, man. And finally, we have Mr. Chambers, a.k.a. Two Chames. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing tonight? All right. So this is the debut episode of uh, the Big Gold Belt Podcast, and we all just got done watching NXT TakeOver Unstoppable. Um, what, what stuck out to you the most? I know what stuck out to me. It was at the very end, but I just want to hear everybody's thoughts first. Why don't we start with you, Mr. Sellis? Well, take this for a note. I think this is probably the first time I counted people that second into their matches won. So if they, they came out second, you know, out of the two people that competed or the two teams that competed, they were 6-0. and I thought that was very interesting how NXT used that to make sure whoever won came out second. Maybe that was the spotlight who was going to win. Maybe that spotlighted who the champion was. Um, but when you start at a high level, as far as they did when they had their first NXT pay-per-view, you had very high remarks of it. And it was kind of disappointing in some aspects. They did not meet those expectations from past shows. Because only two out of the, what, six matches they had, I got good ratings for. And that's, that wasn't NXT that we all used to. I don't know if anybody else agrees with that. What do you think, Good Doctor? You know, I have to say, I think uh, the Diva stole the show. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Sasha and Becky Lynch was the match of the night. Um, it seems like they got the most time, too, out of everybody. They did that. Uh, that arm bar that Sasha Banks put her in at one point looked absolutely brutal. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I agree with I, I agree with Celis. I don't think it was the uh, the best takeover show so far. But uh, I mean, I think some of the matches, at least uh, that Divas match in particular, did enough to to make it memorable for sure. Dwayne, what stuck out to you, man? This was the absolute worst NXT takeover <laughs> ever. It was very bad. It felt like it was badly planned. They went everything. They based everything off the ending where Joe comes out. Who cares? <laughs> that, that could be your main point. But you, NXT I mean, is brought on to having a substance throughout the whole show. I didn't get that. Besides the Divas smash, I did not get that, and I'm very, very disappointed. Would, would you think that uh, possibly um, with the lineups of pay-per-views for this month, there is some type of urgency within the company? Why we, all of a sudden we have two pay-per-views as, as well as an NXT pay-per-view? I think they're trying to make sure they're trying to take that 1.3 million uh, you know, subscribers in the network to try to increase that number up as much as they can because that is a lot of work. Three pay-per-views in a matter of two weeks, uh, especially when you're having cross-promotions, having, you know, possibly the NXT champion, if he still does the match, because, you know, everything's subject to change with the WWE. And Kevin Owens, John Cena for the U.S. title. I mean, is that still going to go down? You're doing a lot of cross-promotional stuff just to try to feed and, in a way, rush your promotions 
to try to get people to subscribe to the WWE Network. I'm not sure if that's a, a popular thing creative wants to do or a positive thing, but I know they're trying to get that subscriptions up to try to get that back in the network's money. Well, I, I think the days have been long gone for a while of the slow build. I think the last good slow build they did was probably the Daniel Bryan storyline that culminated at WrestleMania 30. And Absolutely. I think we could probably all agree that was an accident. I don't think that they originally booked it that way, but it kind of came off. At least they tried to play it off like a slow burn um, build in the way that they inserted him into the title match at the 11th hour. Um, I guess let, let me ask you guys this. A guy like Kevin Owens or a guy like Sami Zayn, are they do they feel special anymore after Kevin the way Owens, they've been booked? Definitely. Oh, go ahead, Marcus. Go ahead, Dr. Def- definitely Kevin Owens feels special. Um, he's going to make money for WWE. Um, Sami Zayn, like the last, what is it, two NXT takeovers now has been him getting beat down. Uh, I kind of don't, don't get the booking of Sami Zayn. Well, you know what they're going to do, don't you? They're going to tag him with Mikey Whipwreck, and they're just going to get beat down every show now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's an interesting point. But in a way, like you said, it feels like Sammy, when we've had that first, I guess, NXT pay-per-view where the network just started, it was that memorable match that opened the show with him and Cesaro. Yes. And since then, Sami Zayn has gone down. And now Sami Zayn always puts on good matches. He did win the NXT Championship one time, but he lost it the very, you know, very soon after that. His matches have been going down. And like Dr. Mitchell said, it's always just him getting beat up at the end in the same type of way. It makes Sammy kind of look weak and vulnerable. And if you're trying to push him up to go to the main roster, is that the way you want to take one of your best superstars from your developmental system? I, I don't I know. It's to seem like a, 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 common, a common trend. When somebody get, is getting ready to leave NXT, they seem to get squashed. And then they're like, oh, here's a new face, NST, blah, 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 this person. And, and then, you know, we, I think us as viewers don't view NXT and WWE as two different shows. But I feel like the creator team does. Like, we don't understand, like, oh, this, this is where this person came from. And they pretty much threw them off the cliff. Now you want us to, like, um, I just feel like when he left NXT, I just feel like, he didn't go off on higher terms than, than what was possible, but he came out and they praised him like, oh, this is the next big, biggest thing. Bunch of promotions and promos he was getting. Like, he just came out like we, did, like we didn't forget like what just happened to him. So I, I don't know. Plus, Sami Zayn's been, been rumored to come. Let's be real. Awesome behavior when it comes to the creative team. What's actually... Let's be real. KO... And Sami Zayn don't have it. They don't have what it takes to make be the money makers in WWE. Expl- no Explain they yourself, sir. They don't. Why? First, K- KO, while he does have that aggression, he doesn't have that certain look that they want. He doesn't. He looks like a, a regular beer belly dude that you see on the street. He doesn't have that look. That says, oh, I'm going to sell money for WWE. And you know that's what they're big on. They're big on that look. Well, he's he's good in the ring. He's good on the mic. I don't see how he can make that much money. 
I think he's gonna change the uh, that perception though. He has the he has the charisma. It's kind of funny when it, when it, uh, bring that up. It kind of just now you giving me Kevin Owens starting to give me the CM Punk feel. When you say that, mm-hmm. most of these guys are big independent wrestling stars, and the WWE tried to brand them to be a certain individual. And already with Kevin Owens cutting the promo, talking about, look, I've been doing this for 15 years. People know who I am, basically. I feel like they're, they're, they're starting a more accelerated approach than what they did with CM Punk. Like, in other words, I guess I'm going to just go off the limb and say, expect a huge pipe bomb very soon. But if you think, I think that sales, especially for the big wrestling fans, is beyond WWE. If you think that, then why have them eat, have them even face Cena? That's people, like a, you're asking for a crush already. Cena needs new people to to crush, man. Like he's he's mauled through the rest of the roster. They have to develop new talent that they're going to crush with the John Cena monster. Super Cena kills the WWE. You might as well just put a, a big old S tattoo on the middle of Cena's chest because if he's going to steamroll steamroll through everybody, nobody's going to have a chance to even elevate or even come close to reaching that quote-unquote brass ring that everybody's trying to reach for. And even like uh, 2 Chain just said, you know, when you have people that have so much history, and even Kevin Owens, or better known as Kevin Steen, used to fight Sami Zayn, you know, back in the day when they was in the, you know, developmentals or, or undergrounds and the ROH and everything, they put it like to wrestling fans like us that we don't know who they are. So when you have them coming to the WWE, it kind of hurts their stock because they try to build them back down. Say, oh, these are new people that we just found, just like Samoa Joe. We all know that he's from TNA or Impact Wrestling, but they're going to act like, oh, yeah, he's new. To be honest, I don't think Samoa Joe needs to be on NXT. He should be straight on the main roster if he's been a prevalent world champion for a long time just with another company, that he deserves that chance. And I don't know if nobody's going to give him that chance if you got the Cena monster in there knocking down everybody. Why don't why don't we do this? Because I know we wanted to keep it short tonight. Why don't we go down the line, um, just so we can kind of end on a positive note? What's something positive you took away from the show tonight? We'll start with uh, the good doctor. Um, well, I have two positives. I think uh, the one of the highlights of the show were those uh, entrances from uh, Mr. Tyler Breeze and Finn Balor. Um, you can't get better than that. And, uh, yeah, again, I have to give it up to the Divas. They own this show yet again. All right, Mr. Sellis. Uh, I, I agree with you, Doctor. Uh, I'm now wondering, wondering who has a longer, uh, like, say, if he had his WrestleMania moment, who would have a longer ring entrance? Would it be Finn Balor or would it be The Undertaker? Who would have the, you know, longer ring entrance time if it came to that point? But the one thing for me I would say is definitely the Divas. It really got a chance to give Divas a chance. They told a story throughout the whole match. This is prior to the show, in today's show, and just the moves, brutality that those female athletes put each other through. It shows that women can do the same stuff the guys do. And that was very, very impressed with both performances. Becky in the loss, Sasha Banks, who I think could be the Divas champion right now on the main roster, uh, they just showed great heart hard work between the two. And that's what wrestling is all about. You heard the fans say this is wrestling throughout the match. And, and that's what wrestling is all about, what they did tonight. Mr. D. Wayne. Um, I 
love Sasha. <laughs> One good match. But mark my words. Becky Lynch will be WWE Divas Champion one day. Mark him. Nice. I mean, she seems like the next coming of Lita. I'll talk more about that in a second. Now, I know, uh, Mr. Chambers, you did not get a chance to watch the show live, but based on what you've heard, what are you uh, most excited to see when you do get to sit down and watch it? Um, the way uh, you guys are promoting uh, how fond you was of the women's matches, the match, uh, right away, I, I probably will fast forward right to it because it's just, it's just crazy to see people like Emma and... I don't know. Some of these main roster divas come up to uh, WWE, and their talent just goes away. And mm-hmm. it's just—I don't know. I was, I, I've been kind of devastated that every time there's a pay per view and a women's match come on, I just be like, uh, bathroom break, whatever, <laughs> food break. But I'm all for seeing pure talent with women. And I, I, I'm, all of us have experienced the attitude era with women. Uh, was, put on shows just as good as men. So just hearing that just gives me some enthusiasm to say, hey, I'm, just, I, I'm, I'm really interested to see those matches, that, that match. And uh, one match I, I do hope you check out when you watch it, it was um, the probably the most delightful part of the show for me was the Tag Team Championship match. And I'll tell you a couple reasons why I liked it. Number one, I think Big Cass is starting to figure out his niche. Um, before he... He really moved around the ring a lot, and he didn't sell the point that he is seven feet tall, and you can't teach that. Um, he had a lot more power striking moves. He really used his size and moved slower. Uh, sometimes taking your time can make every move mean a lot more, and I thought that they did that tonight, and they told a great story. I loved um, the heel turn with Alexa Bliss at the end. I think that was – it kind of moved everything forward, and you kind of keep having Enzo and Cass chase the titles – because um, I think we can all agree that the chase is much better than the catch. Um, and I think that's going to make not only those guys even bigger baby faces, but it's going to make uh, Buddy Murphy and, was it Wesley Blake is the other guy's name? I think it's going to make them uh, develop their characters more. I loved um, just how greasy and disgusting they looked tonight with their hair. That was a very nice touch. Um, I also really dug... And I, I don't know if they've done this since when we went to WrestleMania in New Orleans. I love the lit-up LED ramp that had the different graphics throughout the night. Um, I just thought it was a cool look. I loved Baron Corbin's entrance with, like, the road marks kind of going through. I just think the production value there is um, starting to and needs to continue to rub off on what they do on the main roster and pay-per-views. Um, it was definitely a fun show. I wouldn't say it's the best takeover show that they've done, but there were definitely some... Uh, some points to watch for moving forward, but I guess in the end, I really am keeping my fingers crossed that they don't job out Kevin Owens to John Cena in two weeks because if you do that and he's the champion of everything that's supposed to come in the future, I think we're in for another 10 years of the same, but we'll kind of, uh, let's keep an open mind, we'll move forward. Um, I think that's going to go ahead and wrap up the first official episode of the big gold belt wrestling podcast you can follow us on twitter at bgb group and you can follow us on facebook facebook.com slash big gold belt and we will be trying to get another episode up within the next week uh anything anyone wanted to say before we headed out parting words all i have to say is i i think we're wrong about kevin owens and cena i 
think WWE knows it will be a terrible move if they have Kevin Owens lose. It might be a uh, loss, but it won't be a clean loss. I I happen to not side with you. Uh, <laughs> KO will be on the Cena crush list. Latest <laughs> 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 <Made his> victim. <laughs> oh my gosh. I I just want to say, um, just from hearing y'all remarks about the show, what would you rate it out of a ten? Ooh. Throw some numbers out without thinking so hard. Well, let's we'll go down the line real quick. Uh, Mr. D. Wayne, rating out of ten, ten being the best. Five. Sellis. Five. I agree. Five. Good doctor. You know what? I'd give it a six. I'm with you. I'd give it a six. I liked more than I disliked. Um, I do intend on going back and rewatching it, but I would say maybe only the main event and the women's title match. Um, are the really big standouts for me, but it was a good show, but not great like some of the past ones. One thing I will say is your entrance theme should not be longer than your match. That's what <laughs> I will say that I'm not going to say which match that was, but you'll see what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And on that note, we're going to wrap up our first episode. Um, again, follow us on all the social media platforms. We intend on interacting with all of you. And uh, we will see you guys next time. Take care, everybody.